Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. The Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily. In association with Moonrise Cricket. Indian Premier League 2020. 13th edition. Every day. Every game. Every spill, every fill, every triumph. All the way to the IPL Trophy. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast and we've just seen a, well, Kings Eleven Punjab. It's almost like the uh, the funeral music for them now. They are heading out the exit door unless they can turn things around very, very sharply indeed. Sunrisers, Hyderabad, much more professional from them today. We'll talk about that game in just a second and then we'll look ahead to tomorrow's fixture, which is between the Rajasthan Royals and the Delhi Capitals. So join me to look ahead to that game. It's Daniel Kelly and Naman Shah. We'll start with you, Naman. Today's game, Sunrisers, starting to edge back into this tournament, aren't they? Up to third now, starting to look a much better team than they were at the start. Yes, uh, James, I thought uh, they just... uh, It was simply a one-sided game and... They love betting first. They love defending total, whether it is 140 or maybe 200. But they outsmarted and everything fell in fell in place. And uh, in every department, they were just super, whether batting, bowling, and uh, Warner was just everywhere. He led the troops well. He, the bowling changes were superb. Uh, right from the first ball, we did not see any energy from Punjab. I also did not see any plans of bowling changes just randomly he was giving one over to Cottrell, one over to Mujib, then another over to Shami. I did not see any game plan over there because uh, these two batsmen, Beerstow and Warner, you have seen in all the IPL editions till now. Mm-hmm. If they do get going and the game is done and dusted there itself, so they needed to attack to them. But uh, Rahul had no answers for the onslaught and they just took the game away. The uh, Johnny Burstow today, I was listening to the sound that his, uh, the ball on bat was making when he was hitting those sixes and it reminded me a bit of being a kid when I got a new bat, stood in front of the bedroom mirror and was making that clicking sound as you try and hit the ball around your bedroom. Burstow was basically pinging it off the middle, wasn't he? It was some, of the, some of the shots were huge. 
yes uh, even i was getting the same feeling uh, i thought that i am watching some kind of ea sports game i am playing that and every ball it was it was more of a highlight highlights uh, he was just simply eating uh, i also saw pathetic bowling from uh, punjab uh, there was no energy at all and yes uh, bestow capitalized on all the bowlers um whether it was mujib and first over from bisnoy went for plenty though he came good in the end but uh, i guess it was too late for them dan you look at the table now and sunrisers are up to uh, well six points from their six games they're two points off the uh, the two leading teams mumbai indians and delhi capitals you look right down to the bottom Claire Sanderson, if you're listening to this, you might as well just mute it for a couple of minutes, I think, because Kings Eleven down there on two points uh, from their six games. I was looking through the last few seasons, Dan, and uh, 2015, the fourth place team had um, 16 points. Obviously, you need to be in the top four to qualify for the playoffs. 2016, 16 points. 2017 was 16 points. 2018 required 14 points. And in 2019, it was 12. Now, the teams have been taking points off each other, so there's no runaway leaders here. So it might be slightly lower, but effectively what I'm trying to get to is that with only eight games left, Kings Eleven Punjab can get to a maximum of 18 points if they win all eight of those matches. They're starting to get into last chance saloon, aren't they? They are indeed. It's not looking good for Kings Eleven. I'm, I'm really disappointed in Kings Eleven. On my first podcast, um, I did with Claire. I remember tipping, tipping them for the final. Um, I thought they had a really good chance this year. I thought this might be the year that they cracked it. But I think there's, there's just not a lot going for them, to be honest. I think a few things are going against them. Team selection, they're not very settled, are they? They're not, they haven't got a good formula. They're throwing, I mean, Mujib coming in at number seven is a bit, um, I, I don't, I don't think that's a good move at all. Well, but I, was th- I was thinking that was Sheldon Cottrell to- at number 10. Yeah, there's not many teams in the world he wouldn't be number 11 for. Yeah, very true. And I think there was, there was, Obviously, Chris Gale was going to play today if he was if he was fit. I don't know if that's the answer. I mean, it, it may well be. If Gale has a day out, then it's the answer for any T20 team. But I, I think if you're putting all your eggs on in, in the Chris Gale basket at this point of the season, you're you're kind of in in, in a little bit of trouble. Um, one thing I will say though, be interested to see how they go. Now the pitches are starting to get a little bit. Lower, starting to get a little bit older, used wickets. Um, you know, it could become a different ball game um, as we get through the tournament, but they really do need to start turning it around soon. The, the thing with a lot of T20 sides, um, one of the common threads with the really successful ones is a good opening partnership. And we saw Kings 11 start the tournament with uh, Mayank Agawal and KL Rahul smashing runs left, right, and centre. They were fantastic in the opening three games. They've kind of gone off the boil now and nobody else has really stood up to replace them. Whereas Sunrisers are the, kind of the opposite of that, really. David Warner and Johnny Burst had a fairly slow start to the IPL season, but now they're coming good. 160 down today from them. And it seems like all of the things that Kings Eleven need are being found by Sunrisers and not Kings Eleven. And I looked at the, the body language in the field today from Kings Eleven. There really did only look to be three or four players out there that obviously from a distance that actually look to really want to be there. They, I think a few of them have resigned for, for already going out of the tournament. Yeah, definitely. Um, which is sad to see. I mean, like you read them, the, the figures of the, the required points out from the previous season, they were, they were coming down as you went along the list and it was getting less and less. So 
you know, they're only sort of five wins out of how many games we got left? Ten have they got left? Oh, well, they, no, they've got, they've got eight yeah. games left. And the, the lowest that's been oh, required... Of course. Yeah, the, of course yeah. the, the lowest that's been required to qualify was 12 points. So they've got two already. Yeah. So that's five wins from eight, which isn't inconceivable, is it? Five wins, five wins from eight is very doable. I mean, I, I momentum, I think, is a little bit overrated in, in cricket. And I think it's a, a word you sometimes to cling on to um, hope when there is none. But you never know. It's in in this sort of short format of games coming thick and fast at the same sort of the same venues. All it takes is a bit of bit of luck here and there, and you never know. Um, one thing I will say: you mentioned KL Rahul at the top of the order. He scored the runs, but he hasn't been able to have the freedom. I don't think to score him quickly enough because I think there's too much um, weight on his shoulders and too much. Um, yep. I agree. Too much of a price on his wicket, which would work really well. I guess if Gale came in, Gale and Rahul is a different prospect altogether. May take a little bit of the weight off Rahul, so that might be something to look out for, maybe. You mentioned uh, momentum being overused. I always think momentum is confidence, really, isn't it? It's, it's about the team. And you see teams with, in inverted commas, momentum, when they get into tight corners, when, the, when they're in 50-50 matches with five overs left and it's in the balance, it's the teams with that momentum aka confidence that kind of know have got into the winning habit and get across the line and basically today you could see that Kings 11 had none of confidence momentum whatever you're going to call it it's just drained away from them and I, I you know I fear for Kings 11 now they've got a huge job I mean Alnil Cumbly and K.R. Rahal to get that side back up, up, up and in winning ways now man back to you just uh, briefly on the on the table and on Sunrisers and Kings 11 um, Sunrisers are now back at where I'd expect them to see them in in and in and around the playoff hunt. Have you got any hope for Kings Eleven at all from what you've seen so far? Yes, uh, James, uh, but they need to quickly identify the rules. And uh, as Dan mentioned it correctly, Rahul is not expressing how he plays for India. is totally a different game over here. He's looking a bit uh, weighed around, a bit shielded, and he's taking. He feels that he is a bit overburdened. He's not expressing himself. Also, if you'll see, there is not much difference between these two sides. A uh, lot more is depended on the top three. If you'll see, maybe Puran and. Uh, Rahul and Mayank and over there, the same, the scenario is same and the middle order is not that quite experienced. But the bowling on the right time, Rashid Khan and earlier Bhuvneshwar, their bowling came in form. But I also, I dropped a message in our chat also, like they took this one wicket after bowling 200, that is almost 36 overs. Yeah. That was on 1st of October. So, before that also, we see, we saw that uh, Cottrell and Shami were brutal with the new ball, but that's not happening anymore. So they quickly need to identify it's not about just simply making the changes in the team, but they need that energy. I totally feel that, uh, I don't feel Maxwell is present in this IPL, he's totally absent. Uh, whether it is bowling or batting, uh, there is no presence of him. So they quickly need to rectify. Just one match from here could bring a lot of uh, energy and momentum and I feel... Caribbeans are the best in this department. They need Gail. Just one or two games and they will be back, I'm sure. You made me laugh now, man, with that message in the WhatsApp group when you said they haven't, they haven't, that's the first wicket they've taken since the 1st of October. And I kind of, I thought, wow. And then I thought about it. I thought, that's only a week ago, really. It's two games ago, isn't it, really? But I, I get the point. T20 moves very fast. And if you can't take wickets, you're not going to win matches, are you? 
Moonrise is a sports engagement website to allow sports fans to learn from the very best. Get a personal video message recorded for a fan's special occasion. Have a professional cricketer as your next coach by getting video feedback or having a 30-minute conversation with some of the world's best players. Players such as Jimmy Neesham, Colin Munro, Tammy Beaumont, Danny Wyatt, Monty Panasar. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket, let's play. Let's have a look then at today's game and pick our Moonrise Cricket moment of the match. Sunrise of Hyderabad beating the uh, Kings 11 Punjab. Naman, we'll start with you. If you were to pick one moment from this game, what would you pick? Yes, it was based of innings, but one moment uh, which I feel that took away the match and it was done and dusted there it was a run out of Maxwell. I guess that was a brilliant fielding and the direct throw from the sidelines by Priyam Garg was the moment of the match for me. It was just a simply superb fielding. Daniel, what about you? If you had to pick a moment today, your moonrise moment of the match today. I would say, if, if you take the context out of it, I think for an individual moment, the, the Puran 28 over um, was pretty breathtaking to see. 17 ball 50, uh, that'll take some beating this year. And I think I love watching Nicholas Puran bat. I think he's, he's brilliant and he's a lefty to boot and we all love a lefty. <laughs> I can't argue with either of your two picks so far. If I was going to throw another one into the mix, I think it would be Rashid Khan. I think he's just an astounding white ball cricketer. Four overs, one made and three for 12 today from him. I know he wasn't under a huge amount of pressure, but you still have to do it. And he's an exceptional leg spinner in one day cricket. And it's not the easiest art to master. Um, I've got the difficult task now of choosing one of those to name as our Moonrise Cricket moment of the match. Um, I'm going to go for what I said a few moments ago. Um, there was a couple of sixes that Johnny Burstow hit today. And Johnny Burstow was the man of the match. He was the man that shaped this this uh, entire contest. A couple of sixes he hit into the top tier of the stand that just went ping off his bat. And it was a moment of beauty. It was a moment of power. He hits the ball so hard when he's in full flow. So that, to me, is our Moonrise moment of the match. Johnny Burstow's big sixes. <laughs> Want to get your game the very best it can be? The future of coaching. Talk to a pro. 30-minute video conversation. Video analysis from players at the top of their game. Video shout-outs. Get a personalised message from a pro. Great for birthdays, congratulations messages, a prank or a simple hello. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket. Let's play. Guys, let's have a look ahead then to tomorrow's game. It's uh, Rajasthan Royals against the Delhi Capitals. These are two teams in slightly different... I mean, we talked about momentum. It's going very different ways with these two sides. Delhi Capitals, which is uh, Dan's team, are flying in this tournament. Uh, I did a poll the other day about which team has impressed you more than any team in this IPL so far. Delhi Capitals won that by a mile. And... They are flying in this tournament and uh, right up there at the top end. Um, Rajasthan Royals, after a good start, winning their first two matches, have lost their next three. Um, Daniel, you're our experiment in terms of uh, this IPL daily podcast. You came into it with a liking for the IPL, but with no allegiance to a side. 
and you wanted to get a bit more embedded into the tournament. You got very lucky, I think. The Delhi Capitals have become your side uh, and they're playing brilliantly, aren't they? They are playing very well. I think they're going to take some stuff in. Um, I think they're the best team to watch at the minute. I've said it all the way through, but I think they're very well-rounded from, from top to bottom. They've got all aspects covered. Rabada is sort of, I think he's, he's streaked ahead so far in terms of bowler of the tournament. I would say my man, Nokia. I do rate Anrik Nokia. Um, and I think that's, you know, when you've got two sort of pace bowlers trying to um, outpace the other one, it's always a breathtaking prospect. I think as well, I'd say Marcus Thoinis. He's made me eat my words so far. Um, <laughs> he's been fantastic. And if he carries that up, you know, if he carries it on throughout the tournament, he's going to be, he'll be right up there in terms of, um, almost in terms of player of the tournament. I see his confidence growing um, every game, really. I think he is a confident player and he's hitting a really nice purple patch at the moment. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow's game. I think it's going to be maybe one... I mean, we had some cracking games in the first week of the tournament. I think we're going to have a really close one again tomorrow. The, the thing with this game, Daniel, is that I, I look at... You know, on the face of it, Delhi Capitals win this for me because they're playing better cricket than Rajasthan Royals. But yeah, you only have to agree. look down the, the Rajasthan lineup and you can see some match winners from them. And you know if it's Joss Butler's day or Steve Smith's day or um, Joffrey Archer suddenly gets a purple streak where he takes four quick wickets, which he's more than capable of, then all of a sudden yeah. it's, it's a much more difficult day for Delhi. So you can't take any of these games for granted, can you, in the IPL? No, you can't. I think um, Rajasthan on paper, I've liked them for a few years now. Um, I think they're also a team that caught the eye. They, I think they've, they've sort of caught the English eye because they've got a lot of representation from our, our players in their 11. And they're all performing well. Um, Butler's coming good now and they've got Stokes to come back in. I know he won't come back in tomorrow, but um, they're, they're looking good going forward. I think Tom Curran, I know you not necessarily agree, James. You're not, um, from the from the group chat, you're not the, the Curran lad's biggest fan. I think they're overrated. But I think... I think Curran is probably the weak link, I would say, for, for Rajasthan. I think he's the one who's going to be vulnerable when Stokes comes back. But they've all now got one final chance to put their hand up to make themselves undroppable when Stokes is ready. And I think Stokes is, um, he, he, he'll come in definitely for the next game against Sunrisers, which will be um, fascinating to see as well. To, to put my uh, Curran, um, cu- nail my cu- Curran fl- um, colours to the mast, so to speak, I think they're very good cricketers. I just think the way they're talked up by some people as if they are you know, something in- incredibly special, I don't think they're quite that good. And I think sometimes yeah. sometimes they, they can put in some good performances, but they also can be quite ordinary at times. And I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think Tom's having a very good IPL at all at the moment. Now, man, come across to you for this game. Um, obviously, you're neutral in this one because you're a KKR man, but... The head-to-head record between these two sides. Rajasthan actually lead the head-to-heads between these two teams by 11 games to nine. But I think the key factor when you look at the, the history of this, um, com- this encounter is that Delhi have won the last three. And Delhi are a different team over the last two incarnations of this IPL, aren't they? They've, they've really stepped up a, probably more than one gear. Would you say that Delhi are the favourites tomorrow to, to win this and take the points? The best thing for Delhi right now is everyone is pitching in at some time or the other, whether it is Toynis or it is Nokia or it is Aksar Patel with his four crucial overs or sometimes it is Rishabh Pant, each and every player is pitching in whenever needed. But one thing which I am, why I am backing Rajasthan tomorrow is because they are going to play in Sharjah where they love to play most. So 
i feel that they are having an upper hand tomorrow they have played two games over there they have won those two matches and i will be backing them because before stokes comes in they will be going hard tomorrow uh, taking a win in their pocket going confident with stokes coming in in the next match against the sunrisers only because it is sharja i guess samson and butlers and smith are going to love to play over there it is going to be a last ball match i am pretty sure because both sides are even but since it is sharja and they know this ground they know this pitch and that is the only reason i am backing rajasthan tomorrow because they will be pretty much confident playing over there and they will take any uh, day they will any day choose this ground to play at this moment when they are completely down bodylinet-shirts.com browse the finest collection of cricketing t-shirts on the web hundreds of original cricket designs for cricket players and fans alike featuring everyone and everything from larwood to leech and cow corner to chin music at bodylinet-shirts.com and you can get 10% off your first order using the code badger at checkout bodylinet-shirts.com t-shirts for the discerning cricket fan Quick answer from you on this one, Naman. Sanju Sampson, 171 runs, Smith, 133. But the majority of those have come towards the start of this tournament. Joss Butler, obviously, 70 against Mumbai in their last game. But a lot of their runs are coming from the um, players like Tawatia, Curran, Archer, even, down the order. They need a few more players at the top end to, to uh, put their hand up, don't they? Because their opening partnership and, and the, the top few wickets aren't necessarily um, being quite as dominant as some of the other sides. Yes, they tried with uh, Jaiswal, who is not uh, right now firing guns, and uh, they also went with Uttappa, who failed in all the matches. Yes, Tevatia is handling the lower down the order, but uh, I feel Smith needs to calm down a bit. He needs to play a more anchoring innings rather than just going berserk after each ball. But uh, I still feel that tomorrow's match and tomorrow's pitch is going to suit their kind of mentality right now. Their way of playing this T20 rather than getting confused when playing in Dubai and uh, Abu Dhabi, whether how to approach on these pitches. Over here, they are not confused at all. They know how to play. They will go berserk right from the first ball, which Butler and Samson are going to love it. But they just need to be a worry about Rabada. That is the only threat over here on this ground. But rest of the bowlers, I feel it is going to be even Stevens match. But still, I am backing Rajasthan right now. But yes, other players need to step in. We heard it here first then. Naman's telling us that it's going to be a last ball thriller again in Sharjah. Um, Steve Smith is batting like he's got... Um, I, I tweeted out his little video of him playing the guitar the other day and it made me scream inside and he's batting like he's screaming inside at the moment because it's awful. Um, so yeah, you can watch it, but watch it with a kind of like a, a, a an 18 certificate alongside <laughs> it. It's not the best. It is not the best. Daniel, we'll finish this uh, podcast as we finished all of the ones so far with you on it. You're our experiment. You're putting kind of both feet into the IPL this time rather than just dipping your toes into it as in the past. How are you finding it? Are you a convert? Are you loving it? Where where are you on the scale of uh, 0 to 10 if 10's massively excited? Uh, I'm, I'm definitely a convert, I would say. Um, getting towards a 9 probably at the minute. Um, I, I've really enjoyed it all the way through, to be honest. I've really enjoyed the... Um, I think we've 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 done well to get the the best out of a bad situation with the three venues, and I think it's working really well. 
I think the whole package looks really good in terms of the presentation. Um, the cricket has been excellent, and I think it's, it's only going to get better. And uh, you've done all right by picking uh, or, or getting given probably the, well, I think so far, the, the best team currently in the uh, competition. Guys, thank you very much for joining me. Naman and Daniel, I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for coming on. Cheers, James. Thanks, Naman. See you guys later. Thank you, James. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure, Naman and Daniel, and uh, I will talk to you both very, very soon indeed. And uh, however, whoever even you are supporting in this IPL 2020, get behind your sides. It's a fantastic competition. If you're Claire Sanderson, your glass is very much half empty at the moment. If you're Kings Eleven, if you're Daniel and you're on Delhi Capitals, or if you're Arnand with Mumbai Indians, then you are loving life at the moment. But you should all be loving it because it's a fantastic IPL. And the IPL Daily will be with you, as the name suggests, every single day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Join us every day throughout IPL 2020. Follow us on Twitter at cricket underscore badger. Join in the fun. We'll see you again tomorrow. Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.